Report, uh, ladies and gents, sponsored by the Crime Stoppers, Suffolk County, 1 800 220 Tips, 220 All calls are always kept anonymous. Monetary rewards sometimes is- issued for info uh, that will lead to arrests or an arrest. Uh, Joe Jacklone at the center of it all is a retired sergeant, NYPD, former commanding officer of the Browns Cold Case, water current adjunct professor at John Jay College. And an author of the Criminal Investigative Function, a guy for new investigators, fourth edition in play. And, of course, Joe, uh, one of the best highly decorated member of the NYPD, including the most notable Department Medal of Valor. We say a very good morning to the Sarge. Joseph, how are you? Good morning, Jay. I'm good. How are you? All righty, my friend. Lots to, uh, lots to go upon this morning here in this uh, final show for us. And I tell you, Joe, what a year. But let's start out with a very... A very troubling incident that took place on Wednesday with two police officers uh, right here in Suffolk County remaining hospitalized. One on a ventilator, the deadly encounter with a a suspect in Medford. Very troubling incident. Uh, This individual living at one of those homes for the troubled, the mentally ill. Uh, And, uh, boy, I'll tell you. It could have been a lot worse if that treatment was not there for one of those officers on a ventilator, by the way, Joe. Yeah, no, the, the doctor said that the, the treatment that he got at the scene is what saved his life, right? So well, I don't know if they, they probably used a tourniquet or um, some other method to, to keep from uh, losing all that blood. But he, he was stabbed in the groin and then the clavicle. Uh, you know, the, the groin area, you know, you have um, the, the femoral artery down there, Um if you hit one of those, I mean, you can bleed out within a matter of minutes. So if that's the case, the work by the officers there at the scene really saved this guy's life. Uh, they haven't released the names yet of the officers, but what I did like to see is the police commissioner come out there and, and say that this shooting was justified, even though we know that the attorney general, by law, now has to investigate all these things. Uh, I think it showed a real leadership role here in coming out and yeah, before you know, you get all the the uh, the bandwagon jumpers and say, "Why did the police shoot this guy?" and everything else. Uh, he stabbed two cops, and if they didn't stop him, then he, the likelihood of him stabbing somebody else becomes extremely great. So uh, I, I was glad to see that. Yeah, you're always going to have that, right? You know, and then you're right, and because I mean, listen, Ronnie Harrison knows the deal. Something like this takes place. Everybody's saying, "Whoa, wait a minute, what happened here?" You know, the flags that pop up here, but I like the way he came out and said this thing was justified. I mean, come on. Guy yeah. takes out a Rambo, Rambo-style knife. You know, we, we, we've heard that before as far as the state of Idaho, right? For the possible oh, God, yeah. use of that weapon there to kill those four college students. Rambo, Rambo-style knife now here, Joe. This is a guy who lived in a home, you know, and is able to kind of walk the streets and everything else. What I want to know is... Where is the monitoring of an individual like this who's obviously deranged? Well, and not only that, but what's the process for making sure that the people who are there are taking their meds when they're supposed to or seeing the doctors when they're supposed to? All of these things have to be uh, examined because if we're just taking people off the streets and putting them up in you know, empty apartments or hotel rooms and we're still not giving them the care, but just because you don't see them, that doesn't mean that they don't exist. And then the cops have to deal with it, and this is what happens. So, yes, we need to we need to have answers of this. Will we get down to those answers, Jay? I don't know. Probably not. But I, I you know, this is something that uh, as soon as I heard it, I said, you know, 
what's going on here? Like, uh, and I'm sure the people that live in the communities, they've said that they were complaining about things, that, uh, things were happening um, within the within the complex. So you kind of say to yourself, like, well, what's going on here? Are we just uh, trying to, um, you know, put a bandage on this thing by just trying to, quote-unquote, hide people that need mental help? Put them in the hospitals, and let's get them the help that they need. And then if we're going to monitor them, like you said, make sure that they're 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 taking their required medications and, and making their required doctor visits. Yeah, this, uh, this individual's name is, his name was released. Uh, Enrique Lopez, that's what it was. But not not necessarily outside of the complex, folks. But still, you know, a Rambo-style knife is the guy on his meds. You know, I mean, what's going on with the personnel there? I mean, there's some questions here. Now, you and I have spoken all about throughout the year. You know, one of the biggest problems, we talk about crime and everything else, mental illness is huge, Joe. We talk about that within the confines of the big city. And they got to do a better job there. You know, we have seen many an incident throughout this year. People walking the streets, attacking people for no reason, punching people for no reason, pushing people in front of trains. I mean, come on. I mean, this to me is one of the biggest issues of this year. And somehow, some way, we got to do a better job all, all the way around. You know? I mean, we're not. We're not doing the job. And it's creating a, a, a big problem for the public out there. It really is. Well, the, the dirty little secret is that there, there aren't any more psychiatric beds to go around. I mean, listen, uh, Pilgrim State has gone out in Suffolk. You, you have, um, you know, Creedmoor is gone. I mean, you name it. So, and the politicians have been shutting these places down for the last 50 or 60 years. This just didn't happen overnight. But, you know, they turn around and they go, like, you know, where, you know, where's all the, the hospital beds? Well, <laughs> this is what happens when... You have, uh, you know, some politicians, they do things, and then, you know, it's like they like, who, me? Uh, this is, this is all, this all falls on Albany, and it all falls on local politicians throughout the decades uh, <clears throat> that have gotten rid of these places. No question. Joe Jacqueline, the crime report, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go to another incident, Joe, that took place uh, in Port Jefferson uh, the other night. And, uh, you know, we're trying to get some more information, but they're providing a bit of an update regarding that double shooting. That's, it's an investigation from this week. The the latest, I guess, is both victims were hit by the same person, might have been targeted now. Uh, this happened uh, around 7.15 Wednesday, night, right on Main Street. And the suspect uh, still remains at large here. Do we know anything more regarding this shooting? No, we don't. But, you know, here's a headline that we normally don't see, right? Double shooting in, in Port Jefferson there. So uh, it, it was, it's was. it been a wild week in Suffolk County. I mean, there's been just total craziness in the stories. And it's almost as like you know, the last week of the year, like everything is just coming to a, a head, like people have lost their minds at the last minute. But this is like, um, it, you know, kind of disturbing news that, that, has, that has plagued Suffolk this week about it uh they have had their fill to kind of end this year so uh we'll keep an eye on that story uh, another story of national proportions joe is the attempt of kidnapping on michigan's governor and the courts threw the book at the uh two participants one getting 19 years i believe one getting 16 years and uh, pretty much justified for that uh attempt uh going going back you know the 
the post-pandemic and lockdowns and everything else. We know Michigan has been involved in a lot of stuff that is somewhat questionable. But two participants of this plot that was hatched, uh, they got their just desserts as far as the courts are concerned. Yes, you know, and they, and they got off light too. I mean, they could have really, they could have gone away for a, a lot longer than that. I mean, this is the crew with the um, that were training for this and using. I think it was a PT cruiser, if you remember the videos that were coming out of it. So I don't know how far they would have gotten with the PT cruiser. But the issue that comes down to is that there are many people out there who are, um, you know, w- willing to do people harm. And specifically, I mean, when you're talking about kidnapping governors and. I don't care what part of the, well, excuse me, what side of the political divide that you, you sit on, but I mean, everybody needs to condemn this kind of behavior. This is just, it's just out of control. And I, you know what, I, I, I hate blaming things, but social media is really driving some of these uh, these crazy conspiracy theorists and everything else. And it's just, um, it's just a shame if we if we want to save, uh, you know, our um, human race. Let's put it that way, because it's happening everywhere. We really need to tone down the social media stuff because it's really infuriating people and getting them to do things that they normally probably wouldn't do. No Hey, Joe, this just in. I just got word here. Uh, apparently, uh, George Santos uh, played center field for the Yankees uh, years ago. <laughs> Stepped down because of an injury, but uh, I just got word that Santos uh, played in the Bronx for the Yankees. I wasn't aware of that. I don't know if you were, but... Uh, <laughs> Who knows? It, uh, yeah, any that, thoughts on that on that mess, my friend? <laughs> what a crazy story that is, right? I mean, my God, uh, how do you not vet anybody that is run, running for a uh, congressional seat or a senate seat? Is just beyond me. Like, how do you not do some background checks? And listen, I, I mean, unfortunately, you have to blame, you know, the, the, the local newspapers and, and everybody else that's involved in this. <laughs> how, how do you let this happen? He actually even he claimed that he survived a brain tumor the other day. I saw it. I don't know if it's true or not. Right? It was on social media, but as you follow the story, you're hearing these things, and it's just like it's 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 you don't want to laugh, but it, it, you have to. I mean, it's just like like what 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 next, right? I mean, is he a brain surgeon, a rocket scientist? I mean, what else? Is- I don't know. Show you there. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, it's really, you know, I'm doing this a long time, Joe. You know that. Uh, this is one of the more bizarre types of deals I've ever encountered. But it is what it is. It is what it is. It's the end of a year. We close the books and open up a new page, baby. That's what it's all about. Oh, hey, speaking boy, of that. have a chuckle. I know, I know. You gotta, you gotta. Some and listen, it's serious. You gotta have a chuckle. I, I think George needs to step step aside. Um, in essence, you have never stepped aside on New Year's Eve. I know you've been to many of those yeah, deals in yeah. Times Square. What what is one to expect? Now, listen, all the restrictions are gone, Joe. Over the last couple of years, we know, and uh, you know, there'll be some high alert type deals out there. But you've been to many of these things. Give us give us a sense. Yep. Yeah. I've been to too many of these things, but they they still uh, they are not allowing you to carry uh, large pocketbooks, backpacks, anything like that. Once you get into the Penn area, you're not a lot of leave, and you know it's supposed to, the weather's supposed to be pretty warm. So I think they're expecting a huge turnout. I think it was going to be like 50 degrees. So they they're expecting a, a huge turnout, and everybody needs to be careful. Uh, you just like everything else, uh, keep your money in your wallet in your front pocket. Uh, people, you know, pickpockets do work these crowds because everybody's kind of stuffed in, so it's easy. So uh, just be aware of that. 
And I always used to, when people say, oh, officer, where's the best place to watch the ball? I used to deadpan and tell them their living room. But other than that, um, you know, it's a fun time for everybody there but the cops. And, uh, you know, just go and enjoy yourself. I guess if you if, if it's on many people's bucket list, I used to meet people from all over the world. It's a good night. It's it's fun night. Um, it, it's just like everything else. You have to be careful. However, you know, you, you still have to go through Penn Station more than likely if you're coming from Long Island. Uh, definitely do not drive. There's no place to park. Uh, there's no place to park on a good day, let alone uh, New Year's Eve. And um, alcohol will be uh, banned from the, the locations, too. So just uh, be mindful of that, and you need to be there early. Uh, you have to be there with a few hours early. You can't just show up at uh, you know 11.50 and expect to see anything. No question. Joe Jacqueline, the Crime Report, one or two more. Joe, uh, hats off to this art teacher. I think it was from Northport. Uh, honored, rightfully so, at City Hall on Tuesday for stepping in to help stop uh, a homeless man slashing attack against a fellow subway passenger. So a great job, a proclamation given to a 29-year-old John Catania uh, who was slashed himself. He was put in a headlock by this guy during the incident last month. But, uh, boy, I'll tell you, you don't see a lot of this, right? You don't see a lot of this. You know what? You always ask yourself, what if it was me? If I was in that type of situation, what would I do? Well, John Catania said, you know what, I'm stepping in. That was a good story there. Yeah, no, and it ended well, even though he did get hurt. I mean, we've seen a couple of other incidents uh, this year, too, where people have stepped in and, and paid for it dearly. Um, it, it's when you're dealing with these kind of things, I mean, like you said, you don't know how you're going to react, and I, I can't say you shouldn't or you can't say you should because it's an individual choice, and, and I think sometimes it's an involuntary choice. People just act uh, in either way, you know, either fight or flight kind of thing, and, and you know, it's important that you have to be mindful of your own personal safety, too, when, you, when you're when you contemplating doing something like this. But, uh, yeah, good job all around, and I'm glad it worked out. And on that note, my friend, why don't we end it with a good note for a change. Uh, Joe Jacqueline, who has been stellar, all year long, we look forward to more uh, ace analysis uh, from the Sarge, one of the best in the business, no question. Can't thank you enough for all of your contributions and look forward to many more, my friend. Yeah, it sounds good. Looking forward to it. Happy New Year to you, Jay, and the family, and everybody else out there listening. And thank you, my friend, and to you and Marie as well. Enjoy. We will chat the great Joe Jacqueline, the Sarge. 